tribal trails, tribal trails. The Son of God, He's near. He chose to walk with us. These tribal trails, tribal trails, tribal trails. Here's an African proverb. It takes a village to raise a child. It's like that in my community too. Everyone is involved at raising the children. Today, our first guest is Crystal Steinhauer from Edmonton. Her church community was really important to her as she was growing up, and she'll tell us more about it. Later, her parents, Ferran and Vivian Steinhauer, are going to share their experience of raising their children. So now, let's go to Crystal. I was born in Merritt, BC, a little town. I was the only one born there from my family, besides my mom. Oh, so your mom is from there? Yeah. My dad's from Sada Lake. Yeah. My mom's from Coldwater Reserve. Oh, okay. When you say you were born over there, did you guys live there longer? Yeah, I lived there till I was in grade six. Okay. Then we moved to Edmonton. Oh, okay. How is it like living in the city? It's different. Like, we were like living in the country for like, since I was born till I was like maybe 12. And then it came to the city where there's like a whole bunch of like different things. Like people have like clothes, like expensive clothes and they care about what they wear. <laughs> I guess you had to uh, learn how to live in the city then. Yeah. Yeah, as kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I got my bike stolen a lot of times. I guess you have to more, be more careful here, I guess. Mm -hmm. You're not as free to go and uh, play. Yeah, it's not safe to go outside that much. Even young kids were like smoking and like drinking and all that. But I, I didn't look towards that. I try to keep my, myself away from that. So how is it like uh, going to school here? Well, I only went to school in Merritt, like in elementary. Yeah. And then I came here and did high school. So it was different. When people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whoever obeys the law is joyful. Who's gonna teach my children's children? Who's gonna love my little grandchild? Who's gonna prove in a world of trouble Can drive away hate with a little girl's smile? In the midst of vast confusion Wonder if anyone will find Blood and tears of our forefathers' precious landmarks they left behind. Will there be one brave voice lifted high above the noise of the crowd? Oh, it worries me. Who's gonna keep 
the maple leaf waving Will anybody die for what we know is true? Will brave men's names rise up to haunt us And blood fill the streets when the enemy is through? In the midst of vast confusion, wonder if anyone will find Blood and tears of our forefathers' precious landmarks they left behind. Will there be one brave voice lifted high above the noise of the crowd? Oh, it worries me. So, tell me. Um have you always known about uh, Jesus Christ? Yeah, I grew up in a Christian home. My mom and my dad, they raised us with Jesus and they gave us Bibles, like uh, kids' Bibles to read every day. We grew up in a fellowship with name. And so we had like uh, kids' clubs come up to, uh, or VBSs coming up to our res. And we like, hosted them so we grew up with like missionaries so was that back in uh, merit yeah it was in merit oh okay they would do stuff with kids okay so did you enjoy that yeah i did it like opened my eyes to be like a missionary and like what they do to serve god i like that what like put on my heart to do in the future wow and we moved to uh here and we went to church, First Nations Alliance Church. Tell me about uh, how it's been like for you in that church. It's good. It's like a like a family kind of church. Everybody knows each other, and it's just like it's like kind of like a big family, like a family of God in the church. Because hmm. everybody knows each other, and some are regulars, and some just come especially on Friendship Feast Day. <laughs> What's a Friendship Feast Day? <laughs> we invite everybody, like every friend that you have, to come to our church on one, on the last Sunday for our church. And we have like a big feast of like food and drinks. And we just have like, it's all friendship. We just feast together and talk. So free food. <laughs> Before entering the Promised Land, Moses spoke to the children of Israel. He said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. When your son asks you in time to come, saying, What is the meaning of the testimonies, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord our God has commanded you? Then you shall say to your son, We were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. 
And the Lord showed signs and wonders before our eyes, great and severe against Egypt, Pharaoh, and all his household. Then he brought us out from there, that he might bring us in to give us the land of which he swore to our fathers. And the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as it is this day. Parents, if you have a need that concerns you or your family, call us. We'd like to encourage you and support you in raising your children. Farron and Vivian dedicated their three daughters to the Lord when they were babies. Farron explains the responsibilities that parents have. It's the parents that need to teach them right from wrong, because when they come into this world, they have no instructions. But God has given us the ability and the blessings to watch over them and to instill them until there comes a time where they'll be old enough to understand what right and wrong is. And so they will know the consequences. When I understood that, I would be accountable to raise these, these girls to the best of my ability and from the help of my extended family, the church. As they were growing up, they were downtown and they would, I guess, people would see them and, and, and notice them and they, they knew who their parents were, like Vivian and I, and they would come and, just, like, they wouldn't write out of them, but they were just concerned about their, like, their behavior and saying, oh, okay, making sure everything's good with them. And then we would question them, oh, well, how did you know? How did you know this? And so um, <clears throat> we're saying, we have people that are concerned about you. And you know, they're not nosy, but they're concerned and they want to be, uh, and they're, they're the church family. So that's why we know, and they're not writing on you, they just want to protect you, making sure you're safe. So that was kind of a unique thing that we <clears throat> were able to do and uh, have the support of our, of our extended family of the church. That was uh, the E-Free Church and the uh, Nicola Valley, and then uh, and the Alliance Church here in Edmonton. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Growing up in a Christian home, you know, obviously you know about God. Yeah. And um, when did you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? I think when I was four years old. I know it like everything that happened in my memory of that. My mom was reading me like a bedtime story and like she's reading me a Bible, Bible story with me too. And then she asked me this question, when I leave earth, I'm gonna go to heaven with your dad. And I was like, okay, that's nice to know. And then she's like, would you like to come with me? Like, would you like to come with us? So I was like, yeah. Because I was like thought in my head that they're gonna leave me. So I wanted to come with them. And I knew about God when I was very little. And so I accepted him when I was four. Wow. <laughs> That's great. My child, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instruction. Your daughter's name is uh, Crystal? Mm -hmm. How did you guys uh, uh, raise her up? I always like to read stories, um, had a picture Bible and we just go through, read different stories and 
um, kind of asked her questions about about it when I read it, and she said, still long enough I could read a story, and she grew up and understood, and when I asked her, we um, did a, like a story for her to understand salvation, and she was asking me, I said, well, when you, anybody, accepts the Lord in their in their life, in their heart, then they will go to heaven when they die or Jesus comes back. And I said, I'm going to do that and your dad's going to do that. And what about you? And she's, she says, yeah, I want to go to heaven too. So I went through and explained it a little bit more and for her to understand and she made her decision. When you're teaching your children, you know, from right from their young, you, you've always uh, read to them Bible stories and explaining the, the Bible to them? Yeah, I just like tell them like it's not uh, bad to look at it as if it was us. Like a, like in a story, for example, um, I don't know, like Jonah is telling them some comparing their comparing like in my life, if I could tell them a little bit of what happened with me and why it happened, and kind of uh, give them a better visual. It. Mm-hmm. So then it's not um, just a story, right? Mm-hmm. But it's God's message to us and for them to really be able to understand it. I mean, so I know that they understand it and know what's, what's right and how they can apply it in their life. If I give an example in my life, so mm-hmm. that's just what I wanted them to have a better better, a real understanding of the truth of it. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna teach my children's children? Who's gonna love my little grandchild? Oh, listen, people. Who's gonna ring the bells on Sunday? Will anybody stand and teach the golden midst of vast confusion, wonder if anyone will find Blood and tears of our forefathers' precious landmarks they've left behind Will there be one brave voice lifted high above the noise of the crowd? Oh, Amen left in the pulpit What in the world will the little ones do? In the midst of vast confusion Wonder if anyone will find Blood and tears of our forefathers Precious landmarks they've left behind Will there 
there'd be one brave voice lifted high above the noise of the crowd. Oh, it worries me. Who's gonna teach my children's children? Who's gonna love my little grandchild. How was your relationship with your dad? It's good. I grew up, well, he's like, with structure of like a safe house. I grew up with my dad and he influences like going to church every Sunday, and having time with God. When you were growing up, uh, have you ever thought about uh, just living on for yourself? Well, I was, I grew up like thinking, like seeing, seeing things. Like my sister, my sisters did that. So I like see through them or like, I didn't live through them, but I saw what they were doing and how they did stuff. And I was like, I don't want to go through that because it like doesn't seem fun to like put stuff in your body just for like, to, I don't know, have fun, and then it's over. So, like, that's pointless. Mm. Doing wrong is fun for a fool, but living wisely brings pleasure to the sensible. It's unique how she was able to pick up these things to know and understand that the consequences, like, and growing up, I told him, says, we reward good behavior, not bad behavior. Lip service is cheap. You gotta lead by example. So the examples you see, you can see the consequences. If your sisters are doing good, you'll know that they're, they're gonna get rewarded. And you see if they're doing bad, you know there's consequences. So I'm gl glad that she was very attentive to see and, and know that uh, well, the girls, you know, they knew right from wrong and they knew there would be um, rewards and punishments. Crystal, when she was growing up, she was very shy. The only time I heard a peep out of her one time was when her sister uh, got, made her really mad. She was just hurt. I could just see it, the hurtness in her, in her. And so it was kind of funny. She says, Dad, Dad, right, right? What? When uh, Amber turns 18, she gets kicked out of the house, right, right, right? <laughs> and I started laughing. I said, yeah, okay, just for you, baby, she's going to get kicked out of the house. Because I guess, I don't know, they were fighting or something. And that was the first time I ever seen her like really be forceful with their anger and display it. But she's very uh, shy, laid back. But yet she does get her point across, not in a in a forceful way, but in a unique, timid way that that's uh, unique for her. The Apostle Paul said to Timothy, "Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young." Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. You said that you always had a heart for missions. Oh, yes. So tell me what happened with that. Uh, well, like after high school in like 2014, I wanted to do something other than university. And I was thinking about missions and I was like searching and then I remember like from Native Youth Conference there's a speaker there talking about YWAM 
youth with the mission mm -hmm. and then it like opened my heart to see like to go out into the world and do a mission work and so I did that I looked up YWAM and then I messaged somebody and they called me back and say like YWAM is like worldwide and so I was like and he told me to pray about where to go and then like Australia kept popping in my head and then I asked God to clarify it and then that's when he like everywhere somebody was saying Australia the news was saying Australia some like stranger in the shopping center and, like it was just popping up everywhere and then that's where I went I did a my DTS in 2014, Discipleship Training School in Australia, in Melbourne. I never knew like there'd be like so many young people of Christian followers. So it opened my eyes like once I was leaving. I was, like these are actually a whole bunch of people who love Jesus like I do. And it was like good to see so many like young people as me. So you felt like you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. So. After you were done, what happened? I came back home to Canada. I was working with my church with a children's ministry, like Sunday school. And then me and my cousin Chris was going to start a youth ministry thingy, but it didn't happen because we don't have that much youth coming to our church. So we did that. And then I was helping with my pastor at his radio station he preaches that and then yeah just working there is victory for the christian walks in narrow way there's been a prize appointed for those who did not stray oh i want to Four years ago, just before Christmas, uh, she comes up to me, says, Dad, says, what? You're going to get mad at me? I says, well, why am I going to get mad at you? Oh, I just wanted to ask you, that's all. So the next day, I guess she came. Well, I remember asking you to be mad at me. I says, no, I'm not going to be mad at you. Well, I want to go on a mission trip. Oh, oh well, I'm not going to be mad. I says, oh, okay. But I guess she didn't finish, and I was going to walk away. And I was thinking maybe... Uh, to uh, Bonneville or to uh, Goodfish or Side Lake somewhere. I said, oh, okay, I was happy with that. At least she was in uh, arm's reach. That was my thought when she said that. I was getting mad. But I guess she said, oh. And I says, where, where, where is it you want to go on your missions field? And she says, Australia. And I says, what? And when she said Australia, that's where just 
kind of blew me away. My shy, timid little girl wanted to do this, and I didn't want to dampen her spirit. I said, yes, okay. No, I'm not mad at you. And after that, things started happening. And uh, through her, it was just amazing. So how was it like to see your daughter go on the other side of the world for missions? She didn't ask me if I would be mad. She just like, what would you say if I wanted to go to Australia to uh, go on a missions trip? And I'm like, why would you want to go to Australia? She's like, because I want to travel the world. And I said, okay, that's far enough away. <laughs> it was hard. Was, um, I think she had like a few months to raise the money for, for that, the DTS, which was like, I think 10,000 or more. But she made it to her sister. Amber is very good at organizing and doing fundraising and so I did that for a few months and then she was gone. Prior to his return to heaven, Jesus came to his disciples and said, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Christ called his disciples, like today's guests, to join his mission of reclaiming the nations for God. People who do not follow the true and living God are living a life separated from God. Are you one of them? If you are, I have good news for you. By offering his life as a sacrifice, Jesus Christ paid the penalty for your sin. When you put your faith in him, you're set free from your guilt and shame. Your old life is gone and a new life has begun. So why not give us a call today and tell us you're ready to follow Jesus. We're happy to hear from you. Finally, Farron shares what other people thought about Crystal. The dialogue we get from the people that she works with out in Australia, they, she's a wonderful helper worker. So I guess she, she lets her, her little light shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine. Let it shine Hide it under a bush, oh no I'm gonna let it shine Hide it under a bush, oh no And I'm gonna let it shine Hide it under a bush, oh no I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine Let it shine Let it shine Oh, this little light of mine, I'm 
Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine Let it shine till my Jesus comes I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine till my Jesus comes I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine till my Jesus comes I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine let it shine, let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine, oh yeah This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine, let it shine Let it shine